Are you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast. I'm back rolling solo today, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with you all and share some insights into something that uh, I am regularly having conversations around, uh, whether that's in business, coaching people, consulting organizations that are trying to coach their people, uh, even in some premarital counseling sessions that I've had as a pastor. Um, This just happens on a regular basis, these types of conversations. So I felt like this was something that I could address on the podcast that I could share with you all because I'm sure there's one or two of you out there that have been challenged to have these conversations conversations and not known, uh, and you don't specifically know what it is you need to do or how to do it. So hopefully this is helpful to you. So let's just get right into it. And the, the topic that I want to talk about today is really around having difficult conversations. As I say that, some of you probably already uh, are beginning to cringe a little bit, and, and I get it. Having difficult conversations is not easy. Like this is one of the most challenging things uh, to get good at. I remember reading through Patrick Lencioni's Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and uh, this is a hot topic of conversation throughout that book uh, because as he illustrates in there, that team uh, that he uh, uses as as an example is having such a hard time having difficult conversation. And uh, whether you're in a relationship or maybe uh, at home or you are having uh, um, conversations with a boss or uh, maybe one of your employees, maybe one of your kids, like having difficult conversations is a necessity, yet it's something that we oftentimes avoid. And let me just be, be, uh, be frank in saying quit avoiding them. Quit hiding from the conversation. It is important that we have them, and it is good for everybody involved in situation, or in the situation, to have these types of conversations. So it's not easy, but there are some really good ways to have difficult conversations. So I'm going to knock these out pretty quick because I think that going off of what I'm going to say is the first one. Uh, I want to be direct in in sharing this with you. This may be the quickest episode or shortest episode of the podcast I've had yet, but I think that's good because let's just get right to the point. So difficult conversations, what do you do? So the first thing that I would recommend you do in as you have to approach a difficult conversation is to be direct. And by that, and I'm, I'm going to share some other things here in just a few minutes, but get to the point. You don't need to dance around the topic. You don't need to um, get muddled up in all kinds of other conversation. Uh, you want to make sure that you are being as direct as possible in getting to the point, but not direct in like being a jerk about it, uh, which again, I'll, I'll share in just a few minutes. Uh, you know, more often than not, as you step into these conversations, the person on the other end of the conversation knows that this is coming. They know that there is a difficult uh, situation at hand, that there's a challenge going on. Maybe they're due for reprimand, whatever it may be. They know it's coming. And so instead of playing games, just get right to the point. It's so beneficial for you to do that. So first off, difficult conversation, be direct, get to the point. The second thing there is, is to be specific. And what do I mean by that? It's be honest. 
Be completely thorough with the feedback that you're given and completely clarify to that other person why you're having the conversation. You know, offer examples. Don't necessarily just point out um, negative situations for the for the uh, point of accusation, but make sure that you are giving good, concrete, clear example as to the challenge that you're having and why you're bringing this conversation to the forefront. The more clarity, the better off you're going to be. If you're not clear, then that's going to create confusion in the conversation. It's going to create frustration afterwards. It just creates a lot of, of issue when you are not specific as to what you want to address, what you want to talk about. All right. Number three here is plan out the conversation. So this is not something that you should have in the spur of the moment. I often uh, find that people try to have difficult conversations when they get frustrated and in the moment they have them or when the issue arises. And there are times when it's appropriate to address it as it happens, but you're better off to take a step back. Maybe you need to cool down a little bit uh, and you just need to plan out the conversation. Think about what it is you want to say, but more importantly, think about the solution that you want uh, to see happen. Like what, what is the end game? What is the end conclusion that you want? And if you think that way, uh, you know, Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. If you think about what the end looks like, it'll be a lot easier to create a conversation that's going to be healthy and productive and as positive as possible, regardless of how challenging the actual conversation itself is. So you want to make sure that you plan out your conversation ahead of time. Again, what conclusion you want to come to, what are you trying to solve, and how you think you're going to get there. And if you got to bring notes into it, bring notes. I mean, there's no reason that you need to go into these things blindly. All right, next one up here. I think this is number four. Watch your language. Watch what you say. Words matter. And, and in heightened times of frustration, of hurt, of anger, uh, which typically happen around uh, these types of conversation, um, words matter even more. You want to make sure that people hear you as clearly and uh, and well as possible. They don't want to hear you just coming down with a ration of crap on them. They don't want to hear you just trashing them for the sake of trashing them. And as a matter of fact, the more that you can be encouraging and positive in your conversation, even if it's a challenging conversation, even if you're going to end up having to fire somebody like there there are ways to do that in an encouraging positive way you don't need to lie you don't need to make stuff up you don't need to make things sound better than they are but just try your best to be as positive as possible it's going to go a long way in the midst of having this difficult conversation and having it well uh, next up i alluded to this already offer a solution nothing is worse then you having some sort of hard conversation with somebody and then just both walking away. Like, what What was the point? Just so you could just, just trash on them? Just so you could air out your grievance? Just so you could, like, get it off your chest? Like, that's garbage. Don't do that. You want to make sure that in the midst of having conversations like this that are hard, that, um, that you're offering some sort of solution to the problem. Like, you're going to want to clearly explain the reason for the conversation, the specific critique or frustration that you have, but then you need to offer suggestions to improve. Don't leave people high and dry. Don't give people the opportunity to make up in their head what they think they should do. 
Um, you want to create the expectation that you expect, not that they expect. Now, there may be some negotiation in there as to what the, the actual conclusion or solution is going to be. That's fine, but make sure that you put yours out there. Offer a solution and then have some negotiation after that fact if it's absolutely necessary, right? Um, so always provide a solution. Next up, man, this may be this may be the most important one. I'm not sure, but it may be. I know for me that this is oftentimes pretty important. Manage your emotions. You want to make sure that you have an even keeled conversation, that you keep your conversations uh, professional if it's in a work environment, loving and caring if it's in a relationship at home. If you get emotional, you can all but guarantee the other person is going to get emotional. So if you come into a conversation frustrated, they are probably going to get frustrated and or defensive and or angry, right? Like that that's the type of response. If you are <clears throat> excuse me, if you're overly upset, they too are probably going to 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 react in that way. So you want to be really careful to manage your emotions. You don't need to be a stoic. You don't need to have no emotion because sometimes some emotion can be very beneficial. You just want to make sure that you manage them. And if you start to feel your emotion take over, take a step back, slow down, remind yourself what you're there for, remind yourself of the solution. You will be much better off in delivering a really good, clear message and having a productive, difficult conversation if you manage your emotions correctly. If you don't, you won't. Um, uh, next up, and I've only got two more, uh, is be empathetic. This is something that I typically struggle with, um, or I used to struggle with, I should say. I've gotten a lot better in this area, um, but put yourself in their shoes. Um, again, I often refer, uh, refer to him, but Covey says, seek first to understand and then be understood. Even when you bring to the table uh, an issue, challenge, a situation with another person in which you know they are completely wrong and you are completely right, which that's probably never going to happen, but it could. Um, if that is the case, I still want you to consider being understanding of them. Allow them to vent their um, challenge, issue, struggle, frustration. What I find more often than not is, is there's actually a, a problem below the problem. Like the reason that they're messing up or not hitting a goal or whatever is not because they're not performing well there. It's because there's something going on at home that they're unfortunately not able to detach from uh, when they come to work. So just make sure that you are empathetic, that you are understanding. And again, this is something that took me a long time because I am pretty straight and to the point. I'm pretty black and white as it relates to challenges and ways to solve the problems. Very strategic and I've got, I've got a plan laid out, which that's all good. Uh, the problem is, is sometimes when you're not understanding of other people and they don't feel like they're being heard, even if it's not a valid reason why they are pushing back, if they don't feel like they're being heard, they are just going to shut down, shut off, and you're going to make no progress at all. And so you want to make sure that you are as empathetic as possible, even as you're delivering the uh, the, the negative statement or um, the critique or whatever it is. You want to make sure that you are um, that you're being as empathetic and understanding as possible. And lastly, and this one is super duper helpful. Difficult conversations means that you're having a conversation. 
regardless of the challenge, the issue, whatever it is at hand that you're about to have this or that you're having this uh, conversation around, you need to make sure it's a conversation. Allow the other person to ask questions. It will help you to understand their thought process, their mindset, where they're coming from. Um, it'll give them some clarity. It'll allow them to hear things in the way that they need it to be framed to be more productive. It will also allow you to hear the ways in which they're thinking and come to the conclusions that they do. So it's extremely important that you allow them to be a part of the conversation. Please make sure that you do that because far too often, and I see this happen all the time, all the time, is the this a couple or in an organization, an employee and a manager, whatever, like they're, they're just at wit's end. They're at wit's end uh, with each other. But as I go back and understand far back into that relationship, professional or personal or whatever, I begin to understand that it unraveled a long time ago around little things that uh, could have been um, could have been solved a long time ago, um, but could have been solved even in the even in the moment if people took time to ask each other questions, to have conversations, uh, to to listen, uh, to be empathetic to, you know, just there, there's a, there is so much benefit to having these type of conversations. I know you're having them. I know that you, there's probably some of you right now that are freaked out to have a difficult conversation for fear of the conversation itself and what it's going to produce. And my recommendation is to you is to have them, to get really good at having them. And hopefully these tips, these tips will help you to do that. So with that, I think I'm signing off my fastest episode or my shortest episode of the bunch. But I think this one was super powerful and beneficial for every single one of you listeners out there. If you like it, share it. I'd really appreciate positive feedback, reviews, and let me know if there's another topic you'd like to hear. I'm more than willing to listen to what you have to say and to contribute value in any way that I can to you, your life, whether that's personally or professionally. So with that, get out there, do your best to crush it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit ryanjamesmiller.com. We'll catch you next time.